think of the road with a fork in it. In one direction lies security, and in the other, the great uncharted unknown. Which road would you take? Robert Frost answered the question in The Road Not Taken. Two roads diverged in a wood, and I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. Elevated Souls Podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is your co-host, Nigel Jamal. I am joined with Money Mike. We are in the building. What's up? Good. What's up? What's up? Ah, <laughs> oh, man. This is awesome. So, we are here. We're back, ladies and gentlemen, to discuss comfort zones. I felt like we took a nice little break to get things done, and we're jumping right back into this. Um, Money Mike. What's up? What's up, man? It's actually uh, glad to talk about comfort zones. I think it's a very important concept. You know, do you want to introduce it? Do you want to tell people, give a little definition? Okay. Yeah. So, the comfort zone, I believe, is a place that we go to that is a familiar... Okay, so I'm going to erase all that. <laughs> Yeah, just keep recording. We could just take whatever we need out, you know. Yeah. Comfort zone is a place where we seek approval. It is a place where we seek permission. Um, man, what what is the comfort zone exactly? It's a place you don't want to be. It's a place that you want to make sure you are aware that you're there when you're there. Um, and... Somewhere that you need to work to get out of. We need to consistently work to get out of it as well. Um, it's easy to fall into the comfort zone. What is your definition of the comfort zone, Money Mike? Well, you know, when it comes to comfort zones, man, I, honestly, it's it's a state of being where, you know, anxiety and stress is at a low level. So it's it's understandable why it's so addicting, so alluring, because it feels good. You know, but even though it may feel counter, you know, counterintuitive to leave your comfort zone, it's actually counterproductive not to. Because when you're at a level of comfort and there's no stress, that means that your body's probably not learning anything new. Your mind is probably not retaining anything new. You know, you're kind of just in a place where you know exactly what you're doing. And if you know exactly what you're doing, you, you may be teaching, you know, you may be a, a leader or a manager, but you're not learning anything. You're not putting yourself through adversity. And it's, it's funny how memory serves us because we'll think of something now as being stressful or difficult. And then we look back and then we find out that those were like the most important times in our lives, you know. Yes. Yes, we do. We look back on those opportunities that or challenges that showed themselves and sometimes it's really hard getting through it but once you've gotten through that challenge you realize that it was there to teach you something all along 
Um, and that's what the comfort zone is there to do. It's there to um, shed light on what we're familiar with and what we are uh, comfortable doing, uh, what we feel is okay to do. When you get out of the comfort zone, the most growth happens. When you get out of the comfort zone, you do feel discomfort, um, but it comes with the territory because you're out of the comfort zone, so you're going to feel discomfort. It's going to feel unnatural. It is going to feel like you said my counterintuitive um, and not getting out of it or, or choosing to stay in the comfort zone is definitely counterproductive because there are going to be so many things that you thought you should get done and you were probably nudged to do it and you just ignored it. You ignored the the feeling of... Um, this brings me to like a, a quick tangent, man. I think... Um, the cover zone is a place that amateurs dwell when they are working to turn pro. Um, they fear rejection. They fear um, disapproval. They they fear um, all sorts of made up things. And when the amateur is working to become a professional um, in any field, any trade. That person uh, is terrified in what the end result could be, what the outcome could be. Uh, I understand that the unknown is there, uncertainty is there when, you, when you're making something for the first time, when you're getting ready to share it with the world for the first time. But keep in mind that in order to receive that constructive feedback, you have to step out of your comfort zone. In order to grow, you have to receive that constructive feedback. And in order to receive that constructive feedback, you have to produce content um, that people can critique. And you can critique. You have to finish it. Um, and once it is finished, then you'll be able to uh, assess and review and then take it from there. I feel it. And I feel kind of like, you know, Covered Zone, you could really relate it to like a bookmark or a checkpoint. You know, you it's a place you can always go back to. When you're feeling overwhelmed or stressed, it's it's a place of reference, a point of reference. But you never want to go, you know, you never want to go backwards. You know, if it's a bookmark, you already read those pages. It may be easier to read those pages again. You know, you already know the information, but you're not learning anything new, which is the problem. You know, so I think um, elevating yourself, moving forward. I think a lot of us are afraid of that that unknown but then a lot of us who don't do it end up being bored with things that we're familiar with and we feel like our lives or what we're doing is unfulfilling it's not that what we're doing is unfulfilling it could be very fulfilling for somebody else it's just for where we're at personally um it's time to make a change you know and the problem with making a change is a lot of people around you are not going to support the change um you may not support the change yourself instinctively you know Yes. But going back, but you know, when you look back on your life later on, you're never going to regret the things that you did. It's going to be the chances that you didn't take that are going to probably stick with you. Uh, uh, stick with your mind harder. You know what I mean? And, and mm -hmm. make you feel that regret. You know, to put it in no. a simple term. Tell me about a time where you were challenged um, to get yourself out of the comfort zone, man. Ah, uh, I remember when I first started. Um, 
When I first started banking, man, that was a tough one, man, because, uh, you know, I was doing my little teller work and, uh, you know, not to toot my own horn, but I was a damn good little teller, man. I was, you know, bashing them checks, you know, balancing the drawers, money always good, you know, it was it was what I knew, man. I could run the whole floor by myself. And then they're like, you know what, Mike, we got this opportunity, man. You know, you can um, skip three jobs, three job positions and become a manager right now. You know, we'll give you three months of training, you know. That's not really relevant to what you'll be doing, but, you know, at least conceptually you'll understand what's going on. You want to do it? I'm like, of course I'm going to do it, you know. I was afraid. I was like, man, am I going to fail? You know, is this move upward? Could I mess up in this position going forward as a leader and then, you know, lose my job ultimately when I could have just stayed a teller? And I thought to myself, like, what's the point of, what's the point? You know, you can't be, you can't be in the same place forever. You know, I took a chance, um, you know, the training was hard. The job was even harder at first. But then as you go along, things start to get easier. The people around you, when you try your, when you try hard, they, they tend to support you, come around you, rally around you. Um, clients start to see how hard you're working, how hard you're doing, and they rally around you. You know, imagine being in a position where the people that you're selling to are rooting for you. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times it's like that. No matter what you do in life, you think like people are not going to love it or not going to support it. And then you, you put it out there and you just never know where the love is going to come from. Ah, oh, man, that's major. So what do you think it was um, about the position that you were in um, that made them want to elevate you to the next position there? What did what did they recognize um, that maybe you did that was out of your comfort zone? Because I know that if you were in your comfort zone, they wouldn't have asked you to get out of it even more. And by, you know, by catapulting you to three positions up. So what do you think it was that they saw um, that made them want to give you that opportunity? I think it's because I, I understand the position that my I guess my mentor at the time and my manager was in we're actually in a position where we went down from three tellers to one and didn't have time to hire two new ones because the other two left kind of like one one guy let go and one left like on a spontaneous move so it's like all right Mike you're the newest teller here but you'll be doing good we don't have time to hire anybody or get help so for the oh. next couple of months we're gonna need you to run the floor yourself and I said wow and they said, there's going to be a lot of overtime hours. You might have to op work open to close a lot of time. Can you do it? And I said, let's do it. And I was in a discussion. And I think when, you, when you're all in to a system, you know, when you buy in and you believe in yourself, I think people believe in you too, you know? Mm -hmm. Not once did I complain, <laughs> you know, because complaining doesn't help anything. You kind of, I've always had a, you know, a gift. I'm, I'm blessed with the opportunity to see the, the beauty in the situation. Yes. Be grateful in the situation because a lot of people would be like, oh, I'm overworked. I'm tired. You know, we need to get help. And I'm like, nah, man, I'm getting all this overtime hours. Got a little extra money coming in, you know. I'm yeah. learning a lot. You know, I'm getting closer to the managers, people who can, you know, boost me up and put me in the right position. Just something else to put on a resume, you know. Wow. You know, and that. that that's a mindset. That's that's um a powerful mindset you have there, uh, seeing the beauty in midst of what could be turmoil to the person viewing it. Depends on how you look at it, and uh, I think that that was a big takeaway, right there in itself for the comfort zone episode here. <laughs> I feel like it's not the 
it really isn't the situation because it, you know you may not be at fault for the situation it might not be your fault with the situation that you're in but you have to take responsibility for it and i think once you do that once you're okay with taking responsibility like oh man you know everybody quit on us everybody left and i'm by myself you can be like you know i'm gonna quit too or you can be like i'm gonna boss up right now you know this is an opportunity okay. to make a reputation for myself you know how powerful reputation is man yeah it's true i got other people from other branches calling like hey can i talk to you tell them like oh it's just me and they're like oh it's just you nobody else is working there no nah, like you're doing it yourself yeah they're like oh that's what's up man and these people remember you later on and you meet them you're like oh that's mike man i remember you ran the floor by yourself that's what's up man Da-da-da. and as, as you move up people just remember you they talk about you they think about you and then before you know it you know i'm in the the company i worked for became very small to me because in a sense that like i know everybody everybody heard of me everybody wanted to work with me when i came to their branches to help them out or to you know coach somebody like oh mike's coming you're lucky you know yes. everybody got to know each other but some of us work in small companies and feel alone because we don't talk to anybody we don't we don't go outside of our comfort zone we don't meet we don't you know show them that we kind of want to move up and i think that's another thing we got to talk about too you can't be sitting at work and thinking somebody's going to give you a raise or a promotion you don't say nothing <laughs> you don't act like you want it you think because you've been yeah. there three four years that you deserve to get a, a extra 50 cents it doesn't work like that you know what i mean mm-hmm. if you're not if, if you're not if you're not your own priority why would your team your management staff make you a priority if you're just sitting at work you're coming in and you leave and you think that's enough why would they make you a priority you know what i'm saying so that was just a it's true in that situation Clocking in and clocking out, you know, um, people that do that, they just come in for that paycheck and they leave. Um, those people are the ones that kind of stay in the position that they got hired in. Um, and that's because of a choice. It's a personal choice when that happens. Um, they choose to stay um, where they are, not move up from where they're moving to, um, from what could be growth. And then um, definitely just choosing to treat the job opportunity that they have as just a paycheck um, whenever someone comes to work and they you know you ask them how things are going or how's work and they say it's a paycheck well you know the comfort zone exists there so yeah don't, don't stay around that person don't don't yeah <laughs> you know because moods and tendencies and energy all of that is contagious you know that person's there just for the paycheck you know um just keep in mind that you're you're there for a purpose, you know, and that person might be afraid. Like when you're in a position, man, it was hard to learn it and you're the best at it. You know, you're a manager or you're a middle manager and you got it going. You got some people under you. You're like, you know, what? why would I want to put myself in an in another position where I'll have to learn all over again, even if it might be more money or more opportunity? You know, it's safe here. So they stay there. You know, but that doesn't mean you have to. This is true. This is true. Um wow. So now we're we're um we're shedding light on the comfort zone in the workplace. Um and that was great. But what about um the comfort zone for some of our other listeners who they do make they might work a nine to five now, um, but they are interested in going beyond that. Um, because it currently is a paycheck and the comfort zone, you know, um, courage is on the other side of faith. 
and everything we want, everything that would help us grow and move on to the next level is outside of our comfort zone. And you have to step outside of it and walk towards the discomfort, walk towards the unknown in order to figure out um, what it is, in order to discover what it is that you are truly wanting to do. Um, So I think I want to kind of cater to our audience who wants to be become self-employed man become you know move towards the entrepreneurial phase and i, I want to cater to that right there you know and i, and I always want to <laughs> cater to that audience i think that is the most beautiful thing that you can do in this life you can either you know be well off you know be successful and be miserable or take a chance man and do exactly what you've always wanted to do, have the courage to do it, and know at the end of the day that you have no regrets. I think that is the ultimate move outside of your comfort zone. When you got bills to pay, you may have a family. You know, you have you may have a seniority at that company, and you're like, you know what? I'm miserable here. You know, I'm gonna give up this safe paycheck, and I'm gonna become a writer, a painter, an artist, um, start my own business, and know that you're gonna take a lot of losses, man. It's going to be a lot of losses when you make that move. And, and I've seen friends, you know, and I've, and I've been in situations where I've done it myself. Where, man, you're just taking loss after loss. You don't have money to to eat good. You know, your credit score taking a hit. Um, relationships start to thin out because, you know, you're not that person that you were before. Or you can't provide like you used to. And I admire people who are willing to take that risk. I think that's the ultimate move outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. But, you know, just to get away from the facts... Or anything like that. I feel that when you make a move, when you tell the universe, you know, God, whatever you believe in, you know, this is what I want to do. And you decide to do it. I feel like everything gets, I feel like every obstacle gets out of your way. Every door opens. The universe responds to how you're feeling. You know, it's like once you make that decision, this is what I want to do with my life. It's like that door is open for you. It might not be easy at first, you know? Yes. It may not be easy at first, but it's like, man, you're making a decision. You know in your heart this is what you want to do, and you're moving with 100% certainty. There's nothing you can't accomplish, man. Man, that's major. That is major. Um, Shout out to what you just said. Shout out to the people that are making that decision, To which is a beautiful decision, by the way, like you said. Shout out to the people that are moving towards that life they want to live, living with no regrets because they know that they're doing exactly what it is that they want to do. Um, yes, it is challenging at first. Um, speaking from <laughs> first-hand experience, working on it right now. <laughs> but um, you, you, once you, it's like riding a bike. Once you get started, um, you find your balance and you get to figure out how to continue pedaling. Um, but I want to also highlight something else you mentioned and it was um oh man oh man oh man oh man it was about the transition and okay it was about the losses that somebody takes um the loss of friendships the loss of relationships the loss of healthy eating habits um the loss of sleep 
Well, time is non-refundable. So out of all the things that you might lose, as long as you're utilizing your time the way you're supposed to be and um, valuing it the way you're supposed to be with calculated actions and a plan, then like you said, the universe is going to move aside and say, um, let's make it happen. You know, let's do it. This this person's serious this time. They don't got their foot in in the in one door and then uh, the other foot in another door. They're actually deciding. So they've this because they decided. Let's do it firm. Let's let's just open up these gates. Let's just do it. And you know, with the losses that you would take, do you know that most MLB stars, they. The MLB stars, the sluggers, the one who get the most home runs have the most strikes. And they have sometimes have the lowest batting averages. But they get the most home runs. When they when they get when they get that ball um <laughs> under that bat when they get the um the ball uh, or the bat under the ball. There you go. When they get the bat under the ball, that thing is out of the park, man. And um just keep that in mind that the people with the most home runs have the most losses, have the lowest batting averages, but they score the most. And they win the most games because if you're getting that much, that many home runs um, and you know, you're one of those people, then you are a catalyst to your team. You're propelling them forward Um if you and if you have an amazing team, then you guys are really gonna go far. But if you're the only slugger on your team, well, you guys gotta be taking some W's in because you're an all star. And um and also to add to that, if you're an all star, getting a whole bunch of home runs and you're consistent, um, you're eventually going back to the universe conversation, going to attract those things to you, and you're going to be amongst more all stars. So just because you are an all-star swinging, taking losses, and getting a lot of W's. Um, doesn't mean for one second to let your foot off the, the gas pedal. Or, um... Oh, wow. Say I better go now, hoping for the best. Get that shit 100, I can never do no less. Get that shit 100 now, fucking up a check. Yeah, fucking up a check now, fucking up a check. Gotta keep it real, I can never do no less. Get that shit 100, I can never do no less. Shame finna get it now, hoping for the best. Fucking up a check now, fucking up a check. Young nigga know the way. Young nigga out of space. Fuck it to the 808, it's heartbreaking, it's heartbreaking. Sorry, but I need a space. None of the I need a cake. One and never keep a less. Face sales don't need stress. Going up to we the best. Just keep the people in. Jigs on my sis shit. I'm trying to get it and go. I'm trying to go around and glow. We gonna back in my zone. Boss on my nigga, I'm back in my throne. Topping me up, yeah, she giving me don't. Only for my bitches worth in my show. She sending lies in that word to the phone. Throw up 305 in that word to my home. I keep the fire cause the niggas be out. Still in my zone. About to pill in my own Zenith and Molly, you name it, I'm on Demons are dealt with the wrong Brain got 
Don't show me the rope. All about knowing your rope. No one's way you should go. Never let him take it slow. Never let him take it slow. Say I better go now. I'm hoping for the best. Keep that shit 100. I can never do no less. Keep that shit 100. Now I'm fucking up a check. Yeah, I'm fucking up a check. Now I'm fucking up a check. Gotta keep it real. I can never do no less. Keep that shit 100. I can never do no less. Shame finna get it now. I'm hoping for the best. Fucking up a check. Now I'm fucking up a check. Point this out. I got I got my boy Money Mike here with me on the podcast. Um, your boy Nigel Jamal and I I I figured that doing this show would be a great opportunity to learn more about ourselves, grow our relationship as a team, me and Mike, as well as share what we learn on the fly with everyone listening and Having this platform, having this opportunity is is so wonderful. Um, so we gathered here. We make these episodes so that someone out there in spirit can be inspired and maybe motivated to move. So while, while we are staying motivated, while we're staying inspired and we're sharing this info and we're recording these episodes... And we're reaching out to all the wonderful creatives that, you know, populate this earth. We just want to continue to share and get the most value. So, throw that out there. Yes. <laughs> and, um, you know, let the universe know that we're, what we're up to while we're up to it. So. Exactly. You know, and just, you know, just to get, you know, just right back into the swing of things. You know, I just want to highlight a scenario that we're all familiar with. If you're a lottery, if you play the lottery, if you buy lottery tickets, right, you know for sure that if you don't play, you're not going to win, right? You're going to have a bunch of friends and family members tell you, oh, you know, why are you spending your money on that? You'd have more money if you didn't play. That's somebody who's in the safe zone, right? But then when you hit that big ticket, they're going to call. They're going to want to see how you're doing. You know, you got plans for the money and if they're in those plans. And that, and that's and that's just a matter of perspective. You know what I mean? Because you could be spending a dollar on a lotto ticket that's a chance to be a million dollars. And people will tell you don't do that. But they don't tell you to spend a dollar at the dollar menu at Wendy's. Or they'll tell you that the 4 for 4 deal is a good deal even though that meat is killing you. You see what I'm saying? So it's all about how you look at things in a perspective. Like you're taking a chance and people think you're foolish, but they do foolish things all the time. So it's very important for you to understand that the comfort zone is not only a mental place, it's a physical place too. Because the people around you are going to have different perspectives. And if you don't take the time to be alone and understand what you want, the people around you are going to fill your mind with what they want for you. Yes, this is true. Your influence, the um, your your vibe attracts your tribe, and you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So if you're spending time with a lot of people who live in the comfort zone, or if you're spending time with individuals who want what they want, and it's conflicting with what you want, and like say they're not living in the comfort zone, say they're living on um, on terms on their own terms, and they're taking risks. If those are risks you do not want to be taking, well, you are going to be influenced and you are going to have your mind filled with the thoughts and motives of the people who are doing things that you don't agree with 
So it's up to you once again to step outside of the comfort zone and step outside of those relationships. And that's where losses, loneliness, and this, that, and the third come. But just remember, your vibe attracts your tribe. So stay committed to yourself, true to what you really want. And um, when you step outside your comfort zone, you're going to walk towards people who want the same thing that you want. Yeah. And I, and you know what, man? I kind of, especially now more than ever, I blame social media too so it's not just the it's not just the people around you it's the content that you consume as well because a lot of times we're looking at the best versions of people online so we go online and we see all the insecurities all the things that we couldn't do front and center you know what i'm saying and you you start to doubt yourself the problem is that we look and we see the best version of that person, but we don't listen to what they're saying. We rarely do. Like, how many of us really tap in and listen to documentaries, you know, or interviews that they've done? You know, Will Smith is a perfect example of that. You know, Jim Carrey is a perfect example of that. Somebody who will tell you that, you know, to manifest your thoughts, that money isn't everything, that, you know, the best things in life are on the other side of fear. You know what I mean? These are people telling you that. People that you admire, that you're like, oh, they're rich and famous, how'd they get there? They weren't they weren't always like that. You know? Yes. And it's like a facade that everybody's like, oh man, these guys got Bugattis and Lambos and this and that. But you didn't see all the losses, man. You gotta stack a lot of losses to be a boss. This is true, man. Social media doesn't show you any of those losses. They kind of just show you the finished product. It's the highlight reel. You get the highlight reel on social media. And everyone loves highlights. I can't tell you how many times ESPN has been on, and I didn't even realize I was staring at the screen so long. Next thing you know, I'm like, oh, because they showed like some actual. They showed her like a dope, you know, um, highlight. They showed a dope dunk or something like that. And my reaction instantly was like, you know, you you we get moved yeah. when we see the highlight reels. We get affected by it. Um, so just keep in mind that when you are on social media. You're looking at someone's highlight reel. Whenever you're looking at a YouTube channel, you're looking at the highlight reel. Um, Gary V, I love the podcast. Yes. I love the yes. documentaries. I love the vlogging. It's awesome. It's genius. Um, but that's highlight reel. Those are highlight reels. Um, he's recording 24 hours a day, uh, but he's not posting 24 hours of content. He's posting maybe an hour here. Two minutes there, 11 minutes here, and then 26 minutes there. That's not 24 hours, bro. That's about five. Eh, maybe less. It's true. <laughs> and the 24 hours of recording gives you however much hours of content. Y'all do the math. Um, these are highlight reels. Keep that in mind. Don't ever feel insecure. Don't ever feel inadequate or like a less of a human being because of what you see on social media on and um, it's all about the lenses. If, you, if you're looking through, you know, if you're looking at a framework and you're saying to yourself, man, how do they do that? How are they doing this? Oh, man. Well, find out. <laughs> exactly. Find out how. Find out how they're doing it, you know? Yeah, like go a little deeper and um, step outside the comfort zone <laughs> and figure it out. You know, it's, it's not e- it's easier said than done. Yes, I understand. And um, you're talking to somebody who is 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 learning every day new ways to step outside of the comfort zone because every day is um 
an, a new day to go beyond yourself and an, another day to go far. You know, tomorrow we want to see how much further we, we can go. Um, today we want to see how far we can go. And tomorrow we want to see if we can go even further than that. Um, and that's how it is with this comfort zone lifestyle um, when you are outside of it and just recognize that you circle of influence, the highlight reels, and um, no regret lifestyle is is important. And, you know, I, f- I feel like it is so much easier to just think to yourself that someone else is extraordinary and that's why they do the things they do. They must be superhuman. Their worth ethic must be superhuman. They must, like, have 28 hours in a day instead of 24. Like, something is amazing about this person and I can't do it because they're different. That is a great way to stay in a comfort zone, you know. Yeah. And that's somebody else's highlight reel and doubting your own. Like, you know what, man, I'm not special. That person, I know it just sounds, you know, it sounds easy to say, but that person has the same 24 hours as you. They just have a different work ethic. That's all it is at the end of the day. That's it. Everybody's like, oh, man, did he? Man, he, you know, he came in a Lambo and he left in a jet. Okay, man, but that that's great and all, but you think he had them Lambos in the Jets to begin with? Like, he was born with a Lambo in a Jet? No. Like, that was work ethic, man. How many people you know work as hard as he does? Very slim few. Very slim. Yeah. So, it's like, man, everybody wants a Diddy lifestyle without the Diddy work ethic. This is true, man. So, it's easy for to sit back and be like, oh, man, Diddy's amazing. Man, you could have the same, you could literally have the same life as Diddy if you set your priorities the way that Diddy does. Yo, you know what? I don't even want to, um, like, like going into setting some priorities to to live a lifestyle like Diddy does would be great, but not everybody that, wants that like, either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not everybody wants that. So I want I want to go into some examples of comfort zone, and we'll we can fire some off randomly. Um, but give me some. I'm gonna give you some too, and I'm gonna um take some of these down because this might be. Might, I might find myself in one of these and not even realize it, you know? <laughs> so let's let's get some examples going so that way we can gain some um, more awareness around what it what it looks like when you are in the comfort zone. Maybe you don't know. Sometimes you don't know. Yeah, and before doing that, just want to clarify, um, going back to the whole Diddy thing, that's just an example because Diddy has, remember that, Everyone has different values, and based on those values, you can evaluate your life. So if your core values, what's important to you is family, and you're at a job, and you're stable, and you can afford to put clothes on your kid's back and food on the table, you have a dog in the backyard, and your wife's happy, then you're rich, and you're successful, and nobody can keep that from you. You see, so when you have an ambition, when you know what your goals are, and you're set on those goals and those values... And you live a life aligned with those values. That's that's true success. And I think a lot of people don't make a move because they're judging themselves based on someone else's blueprint, somebody else's success, somebody else's way of thinking and doing things. So don't think to themselves, they could sell a million albums and be like, I'm not as successful as Michael Jackson. So I'm not successful because I always wanted to be like Michael Jackson when I grew up. But to somebody else who hasn't sold a damn thing, they're like, man, you're a legendary, man. You sold a million albums, man. You see what I'm saying? So it's all a matter of perspective. 
yeah, that this is why you shouldn't change your um. This is why you shouldn't compare your success to someone else's. Um, everyone has a different journey. Everyone gets to what their perspective of success is. They get to that destination differently. All right, what well, covers those examples, man? You want to start? Um, yes. So one example of the comfort zone would be um, you got a job. It could be a nine to five. It could be a part time. However, um, you're very determined to live the life of your dreams. Although when you clock out of work and you come home, the first thing that you do is throw on Netflix, throw on um, The Walking Dead or one of these shows, Game of Thrones, and then you binge on a season or maybe multiple episodes. Next thing you know, it's like, wow, it's 12 a.m. I got out of work at 6. What happened? Well, you know what happened. You you watched some TV. And uh, TV can be detrimental. It can be educational and supplemental to our advancement, but it can also be detrimental. Uh, depending on how you use it, uh, TV can be very useful um, as a tool to gain knowledge. Depends on the channels you watch. If you have a niche for music, there are a lot of channels out there where you get to learn about your favorite artists and it might be important how you can um learn from them but as far as the comfort zone goes coming home plopping on the couch grabbing something to eat real quick and then watching that series um or 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 maybe even just smoking one with the guys or doing something having a drink or whatever even those things um that is not productive um okay that that's a great that example. lacks productivity. That is an example of unproductivity, non-productivity. Um, smoking one with the guys. It, it's uh, it's it's amazing. Sometimes we'll do things by force of habit, and be completely unaware that this break or um, this moment to clear my mind or whatever it may be may not have actually been that at all maybe you never even got started and you're so tripped up about getting started that you need to clear your mind to get started now you're like walking towards comfort again because you notice that you are about to be uncomfortable so that's another that's like i just gave you a physical example of a comfort zone and now a psychological example which is overthinking to yourself completing an action or, or overthinking a decision so just pay attention to sometimes making that decision is as simple as five four three two one five second method and that will tap into your into uh, intuition so that way you are making a decision with less emotion involved and more of the instinct that you have based on the experiences that you've lived. Uh, you got to trust yourself. You've lived life, whoever you are. I know I am, and Mike, you too. You lived life long enough to this point, to this very present moment, to be able to make certain decisions within the nick of time, within less than five seconds, because, you know, you had the experience. So, how about you, man? You got some examples? Yeah, but before I go into my example, I wonder. 
Talk to you me. know, yours is very important because, you know, we kind of keep ourselves in the comfort zone for giving ourselves, by giving ourselves credit for things we're supposed to do anyway. So like you said, you go to work, you're at, you're at work from nine to five, right? Uh-huh. Uh, you clock out. You come home and you say, you know what? I worked hard today. I worked my eight hours. I'm going to binge watch this show as a reward for doing what I was supposed to do anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So now, yeah. like, don't pat yourself on the back for things you're supposed to do. Like, you're supposed to go to work. You're supposed to pay your bills. You know, don't... That doesn't necessitate a reward. If you need a break, yes, take one. But that doesn't require a six to eight hour break, you know, of you watching a show until in its entirety. And, and unless you're an actor or a writer or, you know, or unless you're in that realm... A lot of the times you're watching a show, you finish the whole show, and you're like, dang, that's how it ended? Yeah. It sucks. You know what I'm saying? And you just wasted all that time. And then you blame everybody else. There's no responsibility. It's like, oh, my job's boring. Um, I haven't made any more money. Um, life is boring. I haven't met any new people. Everything, every day is the same. It's because you've been the same every day. You know, you're over here patting yourself on the back, but doing things you're supposed to do. Yeah, man. You could have just as easily... Left work, watch a little bit of TV, eight, you know, read a new book, man. Leave the house, go to the gym. Yes. Call an old friend, you know, a mentor, reach out to them. Actually work on something that's your passion, you know? Yes. Like we do. I clock out of work and, you know, so I, tr I try my hardest not to go right to sleep, man. Some days you're tired as hell, but you're like, I know if I put just a little bit of hours now, it's going to pay off later. This is true. Um, I just want to point out real quick, um, we've, we've got this uh, unexpected weather going on. It's raining, and there are trucks outside of the studio. So, um, this episode is going to continue. we got this going. Um, give you guys this stuff, rain, sleet, hail, snow. Um, but you have to deal with the audio. It's all good. <laughs> Just point that out. It's the uh, elements of Mother Nature, so. Yes. All right, but but it is very true. It is very true that um, coming home and rewarding yourself for something that you are already supposed to be doing, um, patting yourself on the back for something you're already supposed to be doing, don't do that. It's just, don't do that. Um, that's the easiest way to stay where you're at. Yeah, that's the easiest way to stay where you are. Um, there's no philosophical way to word that. There's no um, creative way to get that message across. Um, if you're rewarding yourself for the work that you're supposed to be doing, for the work that's expected of you, then when you don't get rewarded, what are you gonna do? Um, are you gonna, you know, is your productivity gonna decline? And then maybe you're gonna spiral into a depression. This comfort zone stuff is serious, man, because a lot of people stay there for all kinds of reasons: um, depression, um, anxiety, stress, um, lack of wisdom, um, you know, um, lack of resources. Uh, sometimes it's the resources that we have. Sometimes we don't realize what we can do, and we only focus on what we can't do. Um, and that is a major battle that I have uh, encountered with the comfort zone as well. 
um, doing what you can with what you have versus focusing on what you can't do with what you don't have. Yeah. Just to go a little further with it. Yeah. I completely agree. And you know what? Just think about how... Just think about how crazy you would sound to your... If you have a boss. If you go to your boss's office and say, Boss, I demand a raise. And he says, Why do you think you need a raise? Oh, because I come into work on time every day. And, um, you know, I keep my area clean. And my cash register balances every day. And then, you know, you go on about, about these things. And he goes at the end. He's like, but isn't that in your job description? Isn't that what you're supposed to do? Like, <laughs> you know, why do you deserve to make more for doing the same things that we hired you for? Just just keep that in perspective. Just keep that in perspective. Because a lot of times we pat ourselves on the back for simple things. Like, oh, man, I never missed a day of work. I never call out sick. That's good. You're healthy. You go to work like you're supposed to. <laughs> but did you did you bring any creative ideas, any innovation? Have you helped train or coach the people around you? Yeah. you position yourself as a leader, as someone, you know, that other people can look up to and say, man, that person's worth ethic and that person, uh, you know, is someone that is going places. Do you stay on the top of individuals' minds? Do you stay in front of your your employers? Do you volunteer? You know, because at the end of the day, you're not, you know, sometimes, I don't even know how to word it, but at some point in your life, you're going to get paid less than you should for what you do. And that's just revenue up to get paid for more than what you do later on in life. Plain and simple. Right now, you can be doing everything at work and you're like, man, you know, I'm not, I'm the man around, I'm not getting paid enough. You know, and everybody, and you see, and everybody sees it. And then one day, man, you become the boss. And now, now your job is to give instruction to the people around you. And you get paid to do that while they do the work. Because you know what? You put the work in in the beginning. I think a lot of people don't. They get mad. They get mad and upset. They're like, man, I work hard. You know? Yep. Yo, man, I know we got, we got into the examples. We're kind of all over the place. Yeah, we got to go back to the examples. <laughs> Yeah, we, we talked about examples. We talked about like um, the Diddy, the Diddy complex. We talked about. Um, You're gonna need a lot of editing on this one. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's all right. Um, I think that this free format is 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 where I want to move towards. Um, it makes for a great listen because you're you're not bored. Um, but I, I wanted to go into something. Um, and, and you've mentioned it a few times. And I, leadership. Let's discuss some leadership and how. Um, the comfort zone is no place for leadership. Yeah, leadership and, and comfort zone—they don't, they don't go together at all, man. They don't mix at all. So, um, I'm interested, man. I would like to, um, ask you about that transition, um, in becoming a leader and someone who your um higher ups trust. They put their trust into you to get the mission or or to um to continue the mission, carry it out. And to ensure the well-being of the people who you're leading, that's a lot of that's a lot of responsibility. You know, you don't you don't become you don't become a leader when you get the job or when you get the promotion. Um, you become a leader when you decide to become one. You know, inside and, and on the clock, off the clock. When you decide that, you know, I'm going to do the things that I said I'm going to do. I'm going to be productive. I'm going to be the best version of myself and I'm going to show up every day. P- 
people are going to follow you. People are going to admire you. People are going to be like, man, this, this is somebody I can trust. This is someone who works even when no one's looking, who does what they're supposed to do when no one's looking. If you're waiting for somebody to give you a, the promotion or the job for you to become a leader, you're probably not going to be a successful one. We all know it. We, we all have friends who are like, man, I can trust this person to make the plans for the weekend. I can trust this person uh, with advice on my finances, relationship. This person is a leader. This person has wisdom and intuition, you know, and they can be a bad boy and they could be a bad boy at Publix. But this person, you Which, know that they were born hey, to be a leader. Hey, t- tell me now, were you ever a bad boy at Publix? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I didn't mean to use that as an example, but yeah. But, that, you know, you, but even when I was a bad boy at Publix, they were like, you know what, man? They would let me train the other people. You know, they let me cross train on the cash register, you know. That's what I'm trying to get into. This is that's what I'm going to see. Yes, that's what I'm trying to get into. You were a bag boy at Publix, and they still seek you because you decided because you decided within yourself that you were going to lead. You decided within yourself that you were going to work, and you were going to exceed the expectations of the people who employed you. You know, like because your job description said this or that, doesn't mean that you were limited to what it described. And 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 like to notice that is major, bro. Like you are the you are a leader when you decide to become one. Not when you're given the position, and that's major, bro. That's major. You've come a, you've come a long way, man, and um, it's been an honor to see it. But um, moving forward, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people we think we're just. I think that's what comfort zone is, man. I think it's just waiting. You know, it's a good book to read, man. Now that we're talking about it, the Four Agreements. Mm. Four Agreements. Okay, this book, man. Basically, yes. Basically, in a nutshell, he explains how, you know, growing up, we kind of are given these these ideas, these concepts, these these behavioral norms by like our family, our friends, our people growing up. And we kind of agree to them, even if there's no truth to it at all or there's no truth in it for us. You know, yes, perfect. A perfect example of you make an agreement that does that doesn't hold true is that if I work really hard. And I put all the hours in that I'm going to get everything I want, you know? Like, if I yes. work really hard, I'm going to be able to buy that house I want if I stay here for 40 years. But the world doesn't agree to that, hasn't subscribed to that, you know? You could work 40 years and then get an injury on the job and they let you go. Or you can work 40 years and you can't catch up with inflation, you don't get that house. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of the times we kind of sit around and think that... The world is going to be handed to us because we're doing what, quote unquote, is supposed to be the case for us. Like, this is what we subscribe to. Like, this, I'm going to do 40 hours a week until I'm 60 years old, and then I'm going to have enough to take me through retirement until I die. A lot of people subscribe to these kind of thought processes, and that keeps you comfortable. You're like, man, I worked eight hours, right? Wasn't I supposed to do that? Mm-hmm. I did what I agreed to. So now let me just sit on my butt and watch TV. You know, and I think that's a great book to read because he really talks about, he gives great examples of just little agreements that we make along the way that we take with us our whole lives and they have no truth to us and they hold us back. If you don't see that entrepreneurship is the wave right now, man, that is the move to make, then you may have agreed to be, you know, 
in that nine to five forever because if you're really waiting for that paycheck and you're waiting for that 25 50 cent raise it's not keeping up with inflation people it's not we got a gold rush going on right now a gold rush of information bro we got a gold rush of technology and um breakthroughs innovation yes and um if you if you're behind the curve on um financially if you're behind the curve and you don't have things like multiple streams of income you don't have things like um maybe a self-sustaining business or assets out there then with the inflation happening you're going to be out you know you're going to be out of out of pocket and it's not it's, it's just going to feel like um there was no warning i guess um, and, and, and I say that it's going to feel like there was no warning because we are um, brought up in this Prussian education system. We are brought up in this mentality that we are all going to be industry workers. Yep. We are brought up in a school system that says, you know, to go with the four agreements, to go with the beliefs, you know, the, um, that we have subscribed to. We begin life in kindergarten like that's like everyone's earnest memory um kindergarten i mean i know some people remember earlier than that but i remember you know kindergartens where you start to interact with other kids on a daily basis you've got you got someone who is responsible for you that's not your parents anymore and they're a stranger you know that's your teacher and then you've got um and, and it's like that for another 12 years you know what i'm saying yep um so uh that right there that's 12 years of cramming of information and uh, a lifestyle to live uh that's 12 years of someone telling you what you can do in life telling you what your limitations are going to be based on statistics what you're likely to become based on your performance and how well you can perform to the standardized tests, exams, and curriculum that has been created by somebody else. Um, you're born, are we born all knowing or are we born not knowing all, you know? And when I think about that right there, it's like, why do we, why do we, um, why is it mandatory to go to s school? Um, I know they looked at homeschool kids like they're like lame and this weird, you know, these weird kids. But isn't Kanye stuff? Um, isn't Kanye and Kim Kardashian? Aren't they taking their kids and homeschooling them? I know he mentioned something about a monastery and um, in one of the songs, but I think that he decided to homeschool his kids and he's going to do that. Um, back then, if you were homeschool, you were one of the weird old kids. Um, but that's perception because there's nothing weird about that. What that means is that your parents want to be responsible for the knowledge that you receive before you go out into the world yeah. um, versus a system doing it. And we look at anything that we don't understand as alien, uh, as an unidentified object. It's true. It's true. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I don't, and it's crazy. We, we're kids and we're told that we can be anything we want to be and that we're placed in the school system that tells us that we need to get a good job and we need to study hard and get a degree to get this good job. And then we go on to the real world and we see that the real world is not structured like school. There is not six periods, uh, an hour each with the teacher who gives you a lesson plan and then tells you that a paper is due and then a test is written and everything will be okay and you're going to get an A. You don't get an A in life like that. This is true.
<laughs> it's crazy. It isn't. Is it? Is it not crazy? And then we can't be blamed for being comfortable, man, because it's like, or or being afraid to take risk because the majority of our young lives, the risk is taken out of it. It is. It and is. we're not even taught things that we need to know, like how to do your, you know, how to file your taxes. You know, uh, um, we don't even know, honestly, man. Unless you go to college and you study tax, you probably don't even know what tax is. That's just that should be to be the truth of it. How it's calculated. Um. We don't know um, about money, budgeting, um, you know, personal finance. They don't tell us. If a teacher would have told us growing up, man, when those credit cards from Capital One start coming and they start offering you this and that with the introductory rate of this and that to rip those up, I bet you the, the, the nation's average credit score would go up. We paid $15 billion last year alone in overdraft fees and balance check fees. That's from a generation of people who don't know anything about money, about the real world, and it's not their fault. But we know geometry. <laughs> we know what a hexagon is and an octagon is. Like, okay, you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's just it's yeah. crazy. And we're talking, and I'm realizing now that you know we're talking to people about getting outside the comfort zone. We can't even. It, we can't even blame them. It's it's not. All, if you're in the comfort zone right now, if you're doing the same thing every day, and you're afraid to make a move. You know, you have to take responsibility for it, but chances are it's, it's probably not your fault. It's not your fault. Not at all. That's the structure. You know, that's, yep. you know, that's, that's what we, that's what we, that's what we learned growing up. We've been programmed. We've been programmed, man. It's like a, you know, TV is TV programming. That's what it is. You go to school and you come home and um, you're given more of that lifestyle and more of that belief system. More of that story that, you know, and it's just something that you have to realize. Like, once you realize you're programmed, then you can begin the process of deprogramming. Exactly. Um, exactly. Yep. And then you get to and kind of find out who you really are and, and what some of the belief systems that you subscribe to um, and where they came from. Some of the, Sometimes they come from the people who... Um, were with us early on in our in our journey in our lifetime like you know in our younger years those people that are around us our parents friends our neighbors um, our parents kids uh, our, our parents friends kids and etc those people are very influential on us and like there there might be some mannerisms there might be some little things there that you might do or say that came that comes directly from that source and you may not have realized it until you took a step back and said, okay, this is where I got that from. Exactly. Um, you know? And, and it takes a lot of reflection um, and honesty with yourself. Reflection and honesty is um, mandatory when you're discovering what keeps you in the comfort zone, why um, you're in the comfort zone in the first place, and also when you discover that you're there, the reflection and honesty, um, turn that switch on and, and, and get to work on your on yourself. It's not it's not your fault that you're in the comfort zone. It's not anyone's fault that any of us are in the comfort zone um, with the belief systems that we have. Our parents wanted the best for us. Um, they wanted to do what they could with what they had. Um, some people had other situations that are challenging, um, 
different. I understand everyone has their own unique thing, how they were brought up. But I can say that if you've made it this far to tune into this podcast um, and, you know, you're you're listening to this talk about comfort zones. And I can tell you right now, your parents wanted the best for you Um, because in order to stream this, you have to have access to the Internet. Uh, You got to have an electronic device to do it. You got to be on SoundCloud. You got to be on Apple Podcasts. One or the other. Your life isn't your life is a lot better than you think it is. Um, Being in the comfort zone now, whatever age you are. It's good that you're realizing it right now. Today can be the beginning of a brand new day. Today can be the, the beginning of a brand new start. Today can be the first day of the rest of your life. It could be the best day of the rest of your life. And it, it does take challenge. It does take um, a lot of dark nights. The dark night of the soul um, is what some call it when you discover who you are and why you do what you do, what makes you tick, um, and you discover what scares the shit out of you as well, man, those are some dark times. But when you get through that and when you get out of the light, uh, when you get out of the dark and into the light, um, you become the light. Yeah. And now you can go through any dark, any unknown, out of any comfort zone, and you keep flipping that switch on and it becomes second nature it's like a muscle and that's where you got ditties that's where you got jay-z's that's where you got um um uh, uh lude van <laughs> you know you got these great creators you got these awesome enthusiastic people who innovate who create amazing things and they change the world they make us think different um and they form new ideas those are the people who have you know got that muscle and they hit it over and over, like J- Jaden Smith, the young gentleman right there, is someone who stays out of his comfort zone. Yeah, I've seen a lot of what he does as a young man. Willow Smith, and I, I, I mentioned those because you mentioned the the dad, Will Smith, who is another person who I'm no surprise. Sure. Yeah, it's no surprise, bro. Like look, look at that. Look at the circle of influence. Look at how lives of other people are different yeah some of them you might think oh yeah they were privileged they were born into this life of this or that but look what they're choosing to do regardless of the circumstances that they were given it's 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 really up to you it's really your decision whether you stay in the comfort zone whether you leave the comfort zone and you walk on to a brand new path full with amazing opportunities a lot of challenges a lot of obstacles but many that you can overcome and that you will overcome if you decide to come with us outside of the comfort zone into into discomfort, I have a lot of alliteration, but I'm very literal and poetic, so <laughs> some for y'all. <laughs> no, but it's no, but it's true what you said. Like, uh, so just self reflecting alone, man. A lot of us don't ask the questions why we do the things we do or we don't do. You know, just to give an example of a comfort zone, like uh, like, I, uh, like I was supposed to. <laughs> At the gym, the gym is a perfect example of the comfort zone, right? We say we want to get big, we want to get strong, right? And yes. the gym is filled on chest day. You're waiting in line on chest day, man. You pushing up that weight. But then on leg day, everyone complains about it. But I thought you wanted to get big because, you know, any gym enthusiast, any personal trainer will tell you that squats are actually one of the most complete workouts at the gym holistically on your whole body it even builds testosterone like if you want to get big you squat so why is everybody so keen on 
chest day but not leg day. It's because it's cool. Chest day is cool. You want to go in there and, and lift two, three plates and, and show your boys that you can lift more plates than them. And I can, you know, uh, you tell them, you know what, I can uh, uh, max out this much and I can do more than you. And it's just like a competition. Every dude wants a big chest, you know? Yes. But we never ask ourselves why. It's like we want to get big and we want to look good, right? But then why are we not doing what we're supposed to be doing? Because, you know, maybe not everybody else is doing it. Maybe not everybody else likes it. Or maybe it's not cool so that we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go to the club and, and socialize, you know, and, and get some drinks and have a good time, which is great in moderation. But then when you tell somebody, oh, I want to stay in um, tonight and read a book, they're like, come on, what are you, man, what are you talking about? Come on, let's go out, man. You know, let's go chill. Da, 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 da. We young. Da, da, da. What What does it mean to... Like, I hate when people... When I tell people I'm, I'm going to stay home and read, they're like, come on, man, we're young. What you, young people can't read books? If anything, oh. you should be reading a book. You know what I'm saying? Like, you yes. should be productive. It's just crazy, like, how... If you really subscribe and agree to how everybody else is thinking, man, you will be in the same place for a long time. A very long time. I, I know you've been, you've been in a situation before where you went out just because you... Had the fear of missing out. Like, damn, I better go out, man. Because what if this is the night? This is the the night that's the latest. This is going to be the f- best night ever, man. And it'd be like all the other nights. Then next week, oh, you're like, nah, man. we definitely got to go out again. Because tonight, man, this is going to be <laughs> one. <laughs> then it's the same now. We end up at that Wendy's drive-thru again. <laughs> facts. Yo, getting that facts. damn... That damn good uh, sweet and sour sauce they got over there. there. Oh, you know. Yeah, with the French fries. Fight with the spicy We do this again and again and again and again, and it'll be the same situation. Again and again. And then you suggest, you're the crazy one. You suggest to your friends, how about we just, like, (laughs) do that this weekend? Like, nah, man, we got to do it. Wait, what? Not do it? Bro, we got to go. Yo. And I ain't even trying to be funny. It's real because we've all been there. It's like, man, we're going to go out again and again and again and again. And it's the same thing. But we don't want to miss out because it's comfortable. Like, you with your friends, with the people you love, and you're doing something that you're used to. Yeah. So even if it's a failure, you feel like it was a success because it's what you knew. Man, that's so true, dude. That's so true. I was living life like that not even that long ago, you know. I was with, I was with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was right there with you. So... Yeah. That's crazy. Yes, dude. So, um, we were given examples of the comfort zone. Um, and sometimes you don't realize you're in it. Um, I think another example I like the highlight of the comfort zone is the justice trap, I like to call it. And I take that from a book called The Iranian Zones by Wayne Dyer. Dr. Wayne Dyer. It's from nineteen seventy six. So it's an older book, but it's got some universal principles in it, I believe, are like, yo, spot on. Like, if you wrote this book over 30 years ago, and the principles still apply, then yes, this is a timeless classic. So I I recommend it. Um, Four Agreements is an awesome book by Don Miguel Ruiz. Um, Yes. Your Iranian Zones by Dr. Wayne Dyer. Y'all check those two out. Um, and stay on track with those as well. When you start reading it, sometimes you might want to put it down because the information in it, it's a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot. And it also causes you to really see yourself for what you got going on. Um, and like, uh, you know, the excuses you're making, the, the things you're avoiding, um, 
and the tasks that need to be completed that you're avoiding, those books point those things out. Just letting you know right now, um, it's it's a it's a challenging process, and it might feel icky reading it at first, but go through with it um, and finish the book. After you finish it, then you can make your um, you know. Self-reflection. Your, your self-reflection, you can make your assessment after you finish reading it. Um, but take the time to read it. Uh, there are good reads and there are things that you may want to go back and revisit because it's very important. Um, the Justice Trap. <laughs> that is pretty much a cycle where we feel like they did it so I can do it too. Mm. They have it so I can have it too. Mm. That's not fair. Why did they get to do that? Or that's not fair. Why were they born into that lifestyle? Well, don't ever think for one minute that you are not where you're supposed to be at this exact precise moment at this very second. Everything that is in order is is exactly where it was intended to be. Yes. And yes. that is a universal truth um you were born at the right time i know some of us wish that we were born in another era because we're an old soul or this or that but trust me when i tell you that you are right where you need to be and just keep that in mind that um this or that being fear is literally another belief system it's you comparing yourself to results that someone else has produced and we are the fruits of uh, we are the labor of gosh how's the saying go we eat the fruits of our labor um so if you are not putting in the effort or the work that someone who may be soaring through life is putting in then that is a time that's an opportunity for you to 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 reflect on yourself and find out why you're not soaring through life um, you know, the justice system or the justice trap, I should say, justice system, uh, we're avoiding that. I ain't not talking about the justice system. I'm talking about the justice trap, <laughs> but the justice trap is, is a, is a place where you just feel like because someone else has something, you need that too. Um, and certain things aren't fair because they are this way or that way, because you had to go through this or go through that. Everything that happens is in order. Um, just re- just know that the um, right time is any time that one is so lucky to have. So live. You know, like, there are people who are no longer with us. If you're listening, then you are. This is the perfect moment to step on outside of that comfort zone and, and get with it. Become that leader, become that creator, become that life changer, become that inspiration, become that motivator, become that best version of yourself, you know, and and, and that is outside of the comfort zone, it's not inside, so. Just on a final note, you know, stay away from these popular hashtags, um, relationship goals, life goals, this goes, that goes, whose goals? <laughs> Are they really? Yeah. Whose goals are they really? Seriously. Assess your own value system. What's important to you, and then you create your own goals. There you go. Assess your. Yeah, I like that, man. So, wrapping up, man. Um. Pretty much. Keep in mind, 
that we have. I don't even know what I want to say to wrap it up. Yeah, I just you know I just want to say, man, I had I had I had fun on this one, man, just talking. You know, uh, yes. Form. Um, I don't know how much editing we're gonna have to do on this one, but I love it. I think um, it's very important just to touch up on the fact that you know a lot of us are stuck in a place not because we don't not because we can't move because we don't want to you know yes whether it be fear maybe it be some kind of justification we gave to ourselves um whether it's social media you know just you know perpetuating all of our insecurities and letting us know we're not good enough to be as good as that person whatever the case may be um just keep in mind that it's not too late to just get up and do something new you know this is true. One little action can start a domino effect of a better life for you. Maybe it's like you haven't read a book in since the eleventh grade. Read a book, you know. That's right. You go to the gym once a week. Go twice. You know, join it. Or or you haven't gone to the gym at all. Just 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 go. Just go, go start going once a week. Maybe maybe start that process. And if you are are going already, then go twice a week. And then beyond that. So new responses to the things that we're normally adjusted to is going to be the way to start to get out of that comfort zone. Like, like, um, you know, you, you could join an organization. You could sign up for something that you really wanted to do that, that you enjoy. Um, you could volunteer. You could um, order something that you really enjoy at a restaurant after, you know, uh, just because you feel like, you know, maybe you're in, you'll enjoy it. You don't care about the cost. Maybe you've avoided it over and over again. Um, maybe the res- the way you respond to your waiter is kinder. Maybe you have a certain gentleness in your tone now. Um, there are so many different ways to attack the comfort zone and to step outside of it. Uh, we're trying. We're, we're giving you a, a few. Um, I, I I empower you to. Go out there and discover all the different ways um, to tackle that zone of comfort and and get yourself into a new way of thinking, into a new way of responding to what life brings to you. And I hope that you are all fired up and ready to get to work on yourself as we get to work on ourselves. Um, Mike? This is this was a fun episode. Uh, I really enjoyed this talk with you, man. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to um, let let the audience know before we just let them know that you know we appreciate them. You know, entrepreneurs, uh, leaders, hard workers. You know, if there's anything we missed, anything you loved, anything you hated, please you know reach out to us in the comment section. Let us know how you feel. We'd appreciate that. You know. We're learning and we're growing. And as we learn, we want to teach in response. There you go, man. As we, as we learn, we teach. And as we teach, we learn. So um, I kind of wanted to end this podcast with a small, small excerpt. And it's, it's, a, it's a very... A very heavy excerpt. So I want to. Okay. Think of the road with a fork in it. 
In one direction lies security, and in the other, the great uncharted unknown. Which road would you take? Robert Frost answered the question in The Road Not Taken. Two roads diverged in a wood, and I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. The choice is yours. Elevated Toes Podcast. <laughs> Elevated Toes Podcast, man. I, I put that long pause in there because I know that we're going to... Um, That's a boom. That, that, that could be the beginning and middle. That's just hard. Just let us sit on that one. Sit on that, man. Boom. All right, say the outro. Elevated Toes Podcast. Elevated Toast Podcast signing off. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for rocking with us. Money Mike, man, this was a great episode. Yes, been a pleasure. Subscribe to our episodes on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on SoundCloud. And keep up with us at soapwaswritten.com, on Twitter, uh, Mike Thinks Biz, and as well as Luca underscore said. We'll be out there, out and about, sharing our thoughts, interacting, and engaging with everyone who leaves a comment and reviews our stuff. Now, I just want to stress the importance of leaving a review. If you guys can do us a favor and leave us a rating and a review, um, that really helps get our our podcast seen, um, helps get us heard and if you're working with us you know in the future then it would be for you to leave a review a comment um because it's gonna get noticed and when you're on the show a lot more people are gonna get a chance to hear your story as well so thank you for rocking with us elevated toes podcast is signing off man the left coast to the right coast we are here man and with the end of the year upon us we're here doing the most shout out to the inspiration i got that from <laughs> Bless. Elevator Bless up. Positive vibes always. You already know, man. Sounded off. Elevator Toast Podcast. It's a wrap. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen.